Hey everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview, call me Adam.com. Hey everybody, I'm so excited to be back in the closet where I record all of my podcast and video interviews. Today, I get to speak with Toronto film, TV, and theater actor George Crissa, who most recently starred as Jason DeVito in Hallmark's The Holiday Sitter, alongside Jonathan Bennett, making history as Hallmark's first ever LGBTQ lead rom-com. Now George is coming to New York City to make his cabaret debut at Chelsea Table and Stage on September 23rd. And for those of you who don't know me, my name is Adam Rothenberg, and for the past 14 years, I have been going behind the curtain with celebrities from Broadway, film, and television. With over 1,500 interviews under my belt, I get my guests to reveal the secrets of their lives and careers. So without further ado, welcome George Krista. Hi, George. Hi, thank you. Secrets. I don't know if I have any. (laughs) (laughs) We'll soon find out. (laughs) But let's start with the whole reason that brought us here together today, and that is your cabaret debut at Chelsea mm-hmm. stage. So what made now the right time to make your cabaret debut in New York City? Well, I have like musical theater and, and theater is something that I've been doing for ever professionally for the last, um, well, since I was 20 or so. Um, and after doing this movie, I've been kind of introduced to a whole new audience and I get a lot of messages from people in New York and um and so I just thought that it would be a great time to kind of take advantage of that and um and reach some some new people and and show uh kind of the other side of the coin because I I love singing and um reaching people through song (laughs) you know well, that actually leads perfectly into my next question, which okay. is, what do you get from music that you don't get from acting? Musical theater and stuff like it is, it is acting. So like I get the same, um, I love to tell stories. So I get that that same kind of um, rush and satisfaction from that. But what's different about um, being on stage versus um, being on set is when you're on stage, you get instant feedback. You know, if a joke lands, people laugh. If if they don't like it, they leave or they boo or you hear or you hear them starting to look through their programs and you're like, oh, I'm starting to lose people. So you, there's that and there's that connection that you get just, you know, when you're singing, you can look into into someone's eyes and um, there's a, a real personal connection that um, you. The a personal connection with the audience that you don't necessarily get. Um, through TV and and film, yeah. And what's and what's funny about TV is that it um, you do it and it and it's great and you're happy with how it went, you think. And then you have to wait such a long time before you see the finished product, and you have to wait even longer before you can, you know, see if it's if it's had an impact on people. So, um, yeah, I'm I I love being on stage the best. Oh, that's awesome. Well, we are very excited that you are coming to New York City for this cabaret. Now, out of all the cabaret venues in New York City, how did mm-hmm. you choose 
Chelsea table and stage to be the place to make your New York City cabaret <laughs> debut. <laughs> the one and only. Well, I um I saw so last year I saw um it the parody musical there and I was like, oh, this is kind of a a cool space. And then um uh, Stephen Brinberg, who's a cabaret artist, invited me to sing a song with him um this past uh may while we were in town for the glad awards and um so i got to to sing a song there and it's just it's such a beautiful venue and the people were really nice and it was just a, a really relaxed atmosphere and um you know because it's a restaurant the lights are low but you can still still see people and they're right at the edge of the stage there so you can um again get that instant feedback and if they don't like it they can throw their dinner at me so it's kind of perfect <laughs> Well, I hope you didn't get hit with any food. No, they luckily they didn't have very good aim. <laughs> <laughs> or you had great reflexes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that one. Yeah, I, I did dodge that really fast. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. I want to tell you a personal behind-the-curtain story that I may not have fully shared here. For the past two years, I have been part of an amazing community built for and by entrepreneurs called My Sexy Business. We have a wonderful weekly live streaming show called GME. Good morning, entrepreneurs. As an associate producer and roving reporter, I can easily say this show is for you, the entrepreneur who is in search of community and getting your questions answered. Our co-hosts and roving reporters share life experiences that will hopefully make you feel less alone on your entrepreneurial journey. We'd love for you to join us every Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at MySexyBusiness.com. And now we're back. Now, which um, now according to, to press notes, this show is um, the title of the show is Love Notes. And it takes us on a whirlwind ride through the worlds yeah. of Broadway, pop, and country music. Now, what um, what was the first song or the first story that you knew had to be in this show? Oh, the, what was the first one? Well, I knew, so I wanted to incorporate um, some, like a, a little bit of the things that I've, I've done in the past. And I, I, generally play a lot of um romantic characters and the le leading men type things and so i wanted to uh for people who maybe haven't been in canada they get to see um some of those things so i i recently did um there's a couple of beautiful theater festivals in canada called the stratford festival mm -hmm. and um the shaw festival uh, and so I recently did Brigadoon at the shop recently, 2019. So I really wanted to incorporate uh, or include um, a song from that, my favorite one from the show called There But For You Go I. And um, yeah, I called it Love Notes because that's I that's kind of the, the theme running through all of it is, uh, is love. It's not like that sounds, I'm going to be honest, that sounds really cheesy. <laughs> it's not it's not cheesy it's um it's just a collection of songs that i love and that i um that touch me and that I, I think will um other people will enjoy as well and i wanted and so i'm also including a song uh from moulin rouge the musical because um jonathan and i jonathan bennett and i would sing moulin rouge in the makeup trailer at the beginning of the day so i just i thought i'd 
um, bring something that like that in. So yeah, like different, uh, all my some different projects throughout my life. I'm including a song from. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, and I love that you and Jonathan sang songs at the beginning of the day in your trailer. Oh yeah, no, he is a huge, probably a bigger musical theater nerd than me. He knows all the words to everything. I mean, he, he dressed up as um, Elphaba from Wicked for Halloween. Yeah, and, uh, and he knew the arm choreography. Like he's he's like he's the he's the real deal when it comes to being a theater fan. So yeah, and actually, like, he put the musical on. He put musicals on, not not even me, which is kind of crazy. Oh my god! <laughs> now, what do you hope um, audiences when they come to see you on September twenty third? What do you hope they will learn about you from this show that they can't get, maybe, say, if they went to look at your website or they went on your Instagram? I hope that we kind of go on a little journey together. I hope that they feel something, and I hope that they um, enjoy the music because I I truly, singing is a, a great passion and a great joy of mine. I went to school for music. That was kind of my gateway into the, the business was I wanted to sing, first of all, and I was like, well, I'm not going to be a solo artist. I'm not going to be a pop star. So the best way to do singing is to do musicals because you get to sing. And then um, I realized how much I love how much I loved acting. And um, so, yeah, I, I I I hope that we get to go on a little journey together and we get to share some beautiful music. I love it. And what did you discover about yourself in putting this show together? Uh, what did I discover about myself? Um, that picking songs is hard. <laughs> like narrowing down songs is hard because, you know, there's so many beautiful songs that I would love to to do and um, whittling it down to, you know, your favorite 12 or 13, but then also thinking about the flow of a show so that it's not um, 12 ballads in a row that make everyone fall asleep. Um, so yeah, I discovered that, uh, I don't know if I just, and this is something I already knew, but that it's picking rep is, is hard. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Now one artist I just discovered that we both love is country artist Dina, Dina Carter. Yeah. You did an amazing cover of Strawberry Wine. Thank you. <laughs> Would you have a snippet on your Instagram? Um, I mean, what is it um, like? What is it about her and her music that you resonate with? Well, you know, I'm from a really small town in Canada called Lashburn, Saskatchewan. Uh-huh. Um, which and like Saskatchewan is the is the prairies. It's like the Texas Canada, and so I grew up on country music. And um, I would take the school bus in the morning and strawberry wine would be, it would be on all the time. And so it just, it, uh, it just, it just reminds me of, of my, my prairie days of, of simpler times when, you know, you could just ride the school bus and then, and then you'd meet your dog at the end of the driveway and then you'd go watch some cartoons. Like, wasn't that fun? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And there's just something so beautiful about that, that song in particular too. Um, the melody, since I was little, has always has always struck me as as really really beautiful. Now, with the cabaret show, is mm-hmm. this maybe is this the, potentially like a springboard into something more with music, like maybe recording an album? Um, oh, uh, I, 
Maybe that's kind of been in the back of my mind is something that I've I've always kind of wanted to do. But um, you know, it's time and finding the right people to work with. And like, I I do write my own songs, but I I don't share them very often. I feel like so much of this business is putting yourself out there um, to be commented on or to be you know reviewed and I, I love writing songs but that's that's just uh so far that's just for me because no one can tell me that they're not good if they can't hear it so <laughs> that is true that yeah. is true but so, people also maybe. can't tell you how amazing they are if they can't hear it that's also true so yeah so at this point like maybe i would um I would record a couple of songs just for, just for just for I've I've always really wanted to do some some Christmas stuff like to put out a, some Christmas songs so maybe maybe that'll happen. Well, put it on like your vision board and it'll come. Yeah, it'll come I'll manifest it. I'll manifest it into being. Exactly, exactly. And do you have any pre-show rituals when performing live? Mm, no, I warm up and uh, and then that's it. And then I go and I sing. I it's, there's I feel like there's so many ways to um, overcomplicate or overthink things that we do in this crazy business. Um, and my voice teacher uh, did a show with Maggie Smith once, and um, he always says that she would always say, "Start before you're ready." So um, that's what I do. Just start. Just go. Something happened. <laughs> that is I've never heard that before but I love that isn't that great you yeah start before you're ready because then you're like bef- then you have time to overthink it and then time to plan and things are always best when you don't plan yeah. so um yeah start before you're ready how do you celebrate after a performance is over oh chips <laughs> yeah always always chips like chips are for when you're happy and celebrating chips are for when you're sad <laughs> chips are for when you're bored Chips are for when you're watching TV or in a car. Yeah. Any specific kind of chip? Uh, I love a kettle cooked. Uh-huh. Um, I love a chips and dip. I love a popcorn. Uh-huh. I love a Dorito. Um, and then like the flavors therein, de- depending on what we're celebrating or how sad we are. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And somehow yet you managed to say so physically fit i i work out as much as i do exclusively so that i can eat garbage that's and i'm like i wish i was kidding no i i work out so that i can eat bad food i love it i love garbage food that is (laughs) best answer (laughs) um so i do i do have to ask you a few questions about the holiday sitter because i'm sure anybody watching if i did not ask some specific questions about it i would get a lot of angry people coming to avoid that um yeah what was your biggest mishap to happen while filming like was there a missed line a wardrobe malfunction oh god awkward missed lines missed lines probably not that i can remember um wardrobe malfunctions no in in, but we were also shooting in vancouver in august and i was in I would have I would have my long pants, a t-shirt, a cardigan, a jacket and scarf. And it was like I don't know what this is in Fahrenheit, but it was like 35 degrees Celsius, so it was hot hot hot. And um I'd be like 
you know, sweating through everything. So wardrobe-wise, that was a bit of a malfunction. There's no way to stay cool. You just gotta. This is just how it is. You're just you're just too hot now. Um, and uh, malfunction-wise, Jonathan is the best kind of nuts. Uh huh. Yeah. And um, so just watching him like goof around and and play and try stuff and uh, make bits and see if they landed and and okay. So the last thing I heard was Jonathan is crazy in a good way and yeah. just always trying to do bits and stuff and then that's where it is. Yeah, so um so we would uh like so watching him like try bits and see what lands and see what people laugh at and stuff, that was that was that was uh the best kind of chaos, I guess. <laughs> was there a particular did he play any jokes on you? Was there anything like a really like juicy behind the scenes thing that he did that that you remember well i remember like watching from uh the monitors like i think it made it into the movie but he was like trying stuff with them uh after we meet after we we meet each other first time uh he's like in the living room and he's like playing with stuff and he like flips over some some uh christmas balls um and uh everyone behind the camera went and um that, yeah, that was pretty funny and like it, there was that was like one of like 15 things that he tried <laughs> i'm sure that there was like specific jokes that he he played but because there were so many i don't think that i can remember it do you know what i mean yes yes i completely understand yeah well i just have a few last questions um before yeah. we wrap up so i have a few rapid fire questions for you okay oh uh, my gosh these make my brain paralyzed okay okay i'm ready hopefully they won't get too hard <laughs> uh coffee or tea and coffee. how do you take okay and how do you take yeah. it uh one cream one sugar perfect or one milk one sugar or one oat milk and no sugar those are my three see but see i can't do rapid fire because i like options <laughs> <laughs> um boxers or briefs boxer briefs Summer vacation or winter retreat? Summer. Winter is terrible. Yeah. I like no, I'm I like it's winter eight months out of the year up here in Canada and it it's a nightmare. I hate it. No, summer everything. I love I live in the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually it for the rapid fire questions. But oh, I is that it? That's oh it. Just a few. For nothing. Just a few. <laughs> Wait, give me some more. I want, I want some more. Okay. Um <laughs> Superman or Wonder Woman? Oh, Henry Cavill is like my hero. So, yeah, Henry Cavill as Superman. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Batman or Robin? Oh, Batman. You don't have to think of more. I was just fun. <laughs> <laughs> I could keep going. <laughs> yes. Um, but I do end. Uh, I do end all of my interviews with this question. So. Okay. My podcast is called Burying It All with Call Me Adam. So if you could bear it all and reveal something about yourself that you have not talked about in a previous interview, what would you share with me today? In another life, I would love to be like a professional merman. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I grew up, I was a competitive swimmer growing up and I love being in water and um, I love swimming and, and, uh, and like there's, 
people that are actually like this their job to be mermaids and like swim around and and like i don't know what they do where they like swim in the ocean and take videos of it i just think that would that would be so much fun to just like swim (laughs) that sounds so lame yeah oh that sounds amazing (laughs) yeah no i'm and the other thing i'm not i'm not at all um cool so that's another thing that no one maybe knows. I'm not at all cool or anything like that. So, Oh, my God. I would disagree. This has been so much fun. And I do have a, a confession of my own, speaking of mermen. I mean, growing up, I loved swimming. It was my favorite activity. I used mm-hmm. to, When I would swim, I used to pretend that I was Aquaman swimming underwater. And okay. I would be, like, you know, calling all my fish friends and everything. Yeah. I'd come, like, swim with me and catch the bad guys. I totally on board with the whole merman well yeah because like i feel like when you're underwater like that that's that's as close as any human will ever be to flying like that's mm-hmm. what flying would feel like i think because you're like you're weightless you can go wherever you want you can like you're not stuck on on so yeah i think that would be i think that would be really really cool my favorite movie was splash do you remember with daryl hannah and Phil of course yeah yeah and um there's a particular li- particular scene where she's like she like sneaks into the bathtub in the middle of the night and she like puts her feet in the water she gets tail yes i would watch that over and over i like rewind it and watch it because i was like oh maybe if i put my feet in the water but it has to be spelled water but i know alas they just stayed legs yes tom hanks is banging on the door madison what's going on yeah get out and then she's like i just yeah just give me a second i'll be right out yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I used to pretend I was Madison too, swimming underwater, and yeah, I, I'm like, I think under- we all did. Yeah, I always look over if I'm on a boat or something, being like, "Is she there? Should I jump in the water and see if she's mm-hmm. there?" Love that. She's place. never there. Never. <laughs> never. Never there. Oh my gosh! Well, this has been so much fun talking to you. Yeah, likewise. Thank you, and everybody listening and watching, you have to come see George Krissa in his cabaret debut at Chelsea Table and Stage on September 23rd. I will have the ticket link on my website at callmeadam.com, and we can't wait to see you sing your heart out. Yeah, I'll see you there. I'm so excited. Me too. Thank you again. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, have a good day, everybody. He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story For he happens to be in the know Just ask anybody who's had him at him Lives for the business of show Call me Adam.com